Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first Loved Podcast of 2018. Hope you had a wonderful holiday, both Christmas and New Year's. It was a very special time for our family because on the day before New Year's Eve, my oldest Joshua proposed to Layla, and so we're going to have another daughter-in-law here come August. We had quite a holiday season. It was very good, very fun and exciting. But here we are, into a new year. Over the next couple of weeks, what I'd like to do is share with you some thoughts actually about the power of words, where oftentimes I talk about this not as thoroughly as I used to do it, but often on the First Love Weekend, even more so sometimes in getting along, the reminder of just how powerful words are and how often we use words less as a means to love and sometimes more as a way to harm someone or just simply to pass along information. And so I want to first, in this podcast, speak about the power of words for love. So what triggered this ultimately was a couple of phone messages that I got that were so powerful to me that I just felt like, you know, I want to start off this new year just reminding one another how important words are, how powerful words are. In fact, as I've been working hard on the thesis, as I took some time to study in the Greek the word agape and agapeo, the agapao, love as a verb, what was very interesting to be reminded of was that, particularly as a verb, it is primarily first and foremost an emotion that you feel. And it's based on what you value, very specifically in the dictionary, talking about the strong affection, the strong way that you feel towards someone, but it's because you value them, you hold them in high esteem. And what was really cool was for the dictionaries themselves to actually express the fact that it doesn't bless anyone for you to feel certain way, a depth of love for them, unless you express it, which I say all the time, that the only way someone can know what's in your heart is through words and actions. Being aware then that words are a very, very powerful love language, but again, can also cause a lot of hurt and a lot of pain. Well, anyway, a couple of phone messages. One was a prayer from my friend Betty Webb, and then sometime last week, it was just a a phone message, and I'm going to come to her in a moment, and I want you to hear that phone message, just to hear what it's like to have somebody impromptu just be thinking about you and, and then let you know what they're thinking about you and that they love you. But again, the main reason was because of what happened on Wednesday. My daughter, Charissa, and son-in-law, Justin, have been living with us for the last two and a half years, working to pay off their school loans so that they could get out from under debt. And a big part of it was because they were really looking forward and planning to move to North Carolina to start a new life down there, particularly because they could get a house a little bit cheaper and they could probably live off one income. And so that Charissa might bring us our first grandkid. So we're kind of looking forward to that and hoping that that's going to happen. But the reality all came flooding in when at the beginning of December, Sharice and Justin both within the same week got new jobs there in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it suddenly turned our month of December with them into quite a 
flurry of them trying to connect with people, beginning to pack, etc., etc. Well, on Wednesday, just two days ago, Sharisa asked Robin and I to come to her going away party at Harvard. Sharisa has been the event coordinator for Harvard's law office and the dean's office for the last four and a half years. And we sort of knew from all the different things that she would share with us that she was a pretty integral part to so many different departments because when an event would be scheduled and all that it would take for it to happen, it took a lot of people to make that happen when Supreme Court justices would show up and varieties of other things that she had to do, upwards to 30 events in a year. So Robin and I went to this going away party for her, and lo and behold, even though her office only has four or five of them in it, there was about 70 people that showed up for this party. And we were pretty overwhelmed. And what we discovered was there were people from every department that were there, and with tears, just a remarkable amount of people who had things to say to her, and then they would come and say to us, how much they loved her, that she was her name through and through, Sharisa Joy, that she did everything with ridiculous competency, and yet with this incredibly positive attitude, no matter what, she noticed people, she loved them incredibly well, able to see big detail, small detail, but it's that they felt loved by her, they felt valued by her, noticed by her, that she always followed up and followed through to let them know, and on and on and on, and she was crying, and we were crying, <laughs> and it was really overwhelming, and huh, I feel it, and saying goodbye to her and Justin this morning. It was God's gift that the snowstorm came yesterday so that they had to stay an extra day, and we had a lot of fun together, and Robin and I did a lot of tears this morning, giving them a final hug and sending them on their way. And again, just the words that we exchange between one another of how much we love each other, it just reminded me again how much we need to tell each other these things, how important we are to each other, and all the different things that we value about each other. We were just so taken by the power of those words. And in some cases, Sharisa would go for long periods of time without getting much feedback. And the fact that on this particular afternoon, she got feedback from every single department, every single key figure, and we got to be there and listen to it. It just reminded me of Proverbs 16:24. I just love this little one. And this is especially positive where Solomon said, gracious, it depends on the translation. It's gracious, other translation, pleasant, another translation, kind. But gracious, pleasant, kind words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones or the body. Hear it again. Gracious, pleasant, kind words are a honeycomb sweet to the soul and healing to the bones, to the body. In fact, it reminded me of a verse we had the kids learn when they were young. And it was fun because Benjamin was a newborn. As we were learning it, it's Ephesians 4, 29. It says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up 
according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Hear it again. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. We used to laugh about it and chuckle together because the way that we worked on it was, like especially when the line says, what's helpful for building others up according to their needs. We would raise our arms to build and build the other up and be strong, and then we'd hit our knees together for what's according to their needs. And then because of Benjamin, we'd look at Ben and all go, so that it may Ben fit those who listen. And we had so much fun learning that together. The kids still all know it very, very well, because even early on, we were trying to train the kids to understand the power of words, and I'll speak about that more next time. But it's so true. You want to say things that are helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. The importance of saying gracious, kind, pleasant words that are honeycomb, and as it says, it's sweet to the soul and healing actually to the bones, to the body. It's amazing their power. I'd just like to take a moment now for you to hear my phone call from Betty, where, again, I was on the other line, and she was thinking about me. They just moved and got a new place to live, so they're looking for a new church. So we really are missing them, too. It's been a lot of loss, actually. But anyway, Betty decided to call me, and she heard the little beeps on the phone and realized that I was on the other line. But I just want you to hear, it was for me, but I want you to hear and imagine how much I was encouraged by this message, and particularly because she was driving and just thinking about me, and she could have stopped at that, but then I would never know. They would never become gracious, pleasant, or kind words like a honeycomb to my soul. And so she took the time to just pick up the phone, and even though she heard the beeps that I was busy... She left me this really wonderful message, so take a moment to hear. Hey, Mark, it's Betty. Um, I can hear that you're on the other line, so don't worry about calling me back. But I wanted to just tell you something. Like, you've actually come up in many conversations lately, uh, because, you know, we're looking for a church. And I have just never had an experience like I had in the church that you pastored, like, you know, like the vineyard, like it was home, it was family, it was dysfunctional, it had a lot of issues, but it was awesome. It was, it was just like, when I say dysfunctional, I guess, I don't, I'm not saying that in like a horrible way. I mean it in a way like every family is, right? But the best thing of it is everyone stuck together, even though we had differences. And you are the biggest reason for that. And I I know you don't want to take credit or blame for it, but... (laughs) It really had a lot to do with what God put in you and what you were willing to spill out on us. So I just wanted to thank you for that. I just wanted to thank you for being such an amazing pastor, amazing friend, amazing brother. And I just love you. I just wanted to leave you with that. I will talk to you soon. I'm on my way home, and um, I'm sure we'll get together soon. I love you. Bye. Cool, right? It still just blesses me. And you know what's really fun? Is that, again, I think she left that message for me maybe two weeks ago. I still have it. I played it for Pete 
<laughs> because, and I called Betty to get her permission, and she just cracked up. She goes, really? You still have it? I said, yeah, because it's honeycomb. It's sweet. It blesses my soul, and it means the world to me. And of course, the other thing what I really loved about Betty's little message is that it was really honest, too. She wasn't just trying to butter me up. Uh, she reminded me that, yes, in our own relationship, our relationship at the church— there was a lot of family stuff that sometimes was really, really difficult. But the Lord really did help us press on and endure and push through and work hard to be family and to work the issues out. But anyway, just to hear those kind words, those pleasant words, those gracious words, just meant so much to me that I couldn't get rid of it. I wanted to hear it again and again. I think most of all then, I want to just encourage you, encourage me to be aware, again, as we go into 2018, the power of words, that they mean something, that they can convey what's in our hearts, what's in our minds, and that so often we just limit words to informational exchanges or, again, sometimes to saying things that are not helpful for building others up. It doesn't bless them. It doesn't encourage them. And I just pray that the Lord would help us be way more intentional to send that little card, send an email, send a text, leave a voicemail, that you would take the initiative to let somebody know how important they are to you, the value you have for them, the esteem you have for them, and share it with them. Lastly, I just want to say about Sharissa and that going away party, and even Robin and my tears today, that it's been a really powerful God sighting for me today, that first of all, just the Lord just saying, Mark, if you and Robin feel this way over losing Sharissa and not being able to engage her every day, how much more is that my heart for you? How much more do I love and long for you and miss you when we're not connecting? And especially I thought of the Lord saying to me too, is how much more does it bless me when you love each other, when you talk about each other well? Because when you love on each other, my children, Mark, just as you found such pleasure as people loved Sharissa and blessed her and encouraged her and valued her and appreciated her and what it meant to you, how much more does that mean to me? And so, friends, brothers, and sisters, I just pray that you would be so aware today of the Father's heart for you and how many different ways he's expressed to us that we are his joy and his crown, the ones whom he loves and longs for, and that he loves us even as he loves Jesus. Oh, let that settle into your soul today. And then, yeah, think about, is there someone you could do just a brief little message, something to let people know who they are to you? and start their new year off feeling really loved and valued. So Lord, help us do that. And help us have a new respect and appreciation for the power of words and to express those words often in a way that it helps others, it builds them up according to their needs and benefits those who listen. Do this, Lord, for your sake, for your glory and our joy. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless everyone, and Happy New Year.